Monster Podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa. Mikhail. Miguel. And I'm Marissa Miguel. And today we are here to discuss episode 10 of season 1 of Dexter titled Seeing Red. Give me some things. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm so glad you asked for for some things. There there there's a lot of I have to put some stuff after the break and some some before it. First, we are recording the first episode what I like to call PS. You you, you got you follow me or no? No. Post safe. What? The new Michael C. Hall show on oh, Netflix. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. God, we yes. talked about this in our pre-meeting. Okay, we didn't talk about PS. <laughs> well, PS. Po- we should have talked about PS. It's post. Got it. Safe. Got it. And there is so much talk about, you know, um, like, you know, I-, I guess it's like with anything just now. There's so much Michael C. Hall stuff on on Twitter and everything. Um, we were talking with the idea, and I think this was an idea that sounded a lot better when we talked about it. Like, maybe we'll binge season one mm-hmm. and do a podcast on it. Yeah. Because um, this show is every much about Michael C. Hall than it is Dexter and everything. Definitely. But by the time we get there, it's going to be like an afterthought, the show. People have already... Finished, finished watching. it i know <laughs> and it just came out yeah two days ago all um, super good reviews too by the way yeah supposedly yeah. michael c hall amazing <laughs> um which i obviously right um there's janet who in that episode five there's a michael c hall dance scene really and if you remember michael c hall's backgrounds for broadway and all that yeah um remember like six feet under he does a lot of yeah. dancing whatnot <clears throat> well you love a dance scene and you love to I love try to recreate <laughs> so maybe we should do the podcast on it so that you could recreate that right that we'll do it live we'll do yeah. a facebook Ooh. live where i'm dancing Ooh. right right uh, all right i want to save one thing for after the break uh we'll save deb's age someone emailed our friend zach emailed in kind of revealing deb's real age uh i guess the other thing i'll mention before we get into this episode we a lot of stuff going on in our lives and and we recently finally moved in together i bring that up to say about two weeks ago our friend Lindsay said the smartest thing i've ever read like the most inside in the podcast because she wrote just as much as Miami is a character in Six and Dexter, and Los Angeles is a character in Six Feet Under, my ice machine <laughs> was a character in the podcast. R.I.P. But we don't got my ice machine no we more. We don't got it. So we have your dog as the new. We are gonna have to find the character. We have Nin snoring. Nin Nin's snoring, the dog. which she has already passed out. Yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah, we'll have to find some other some yeah. other character. But that 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 observation by Lindsay was one of the funniest things yeah. I had ever heard about my own podcast. So like people funny. bring up really smart stuff about Dexter or Six Feet Under, but Lindsay saying that it was a character in my own show, I was like, God, that was that 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 made me like proud to hear <laughs> like someone someone listened to enough episodes to be like, 
listen, this ice maker. Yeah. Um, I left the ice maker behind. We don't have that anymore. So, um, shout out to the ice maker. Woo. That being said, we can get into this week's episode. I probably ask you this every other episode. Where is this episode in terms of, we're now 10 episodes in for you. Yeah. So, this episode was definitely crazy. Yeah. It was like Do you ha- is full this, is steam this the ahead. best episode so far for you? Probably, yeah. Right. I I I think in terms of everything, everything. involved, like it's yeah. really Yeah, definitely. And it's funny because we watch the episodes together. Yes. Um and normally we don't talk about it. Right. And this episode I feel like <laughs> you were like, So what are your thoughts? Like, yeah. come on. And I was kind of just joking, like, no, this isn't the podcast, like we can't talk about it. But I also it was so much to gi- to digest. Right. Like, this episode was insane. I am a little fearful of, like, we did our we did our notes and everything, and I was kind of like, damn, I, I definitely missed some stuff, but there's so much going on. There's so much. I think while this episode is great, um, this is like, it, <laughs> it's kind of like a glue episode, because it's like, everything that happened the nine episodes prior, yeah. like, this is like, kind of like what it gives birth to, like, you know, this episode, and the next two episodes are kind of like the fallout. Um, but I'll, I'll, this is one of the rare episodes, well, I guess rare episodes this season where there's not a lot of like subtext, like what you get on screen is exactly what happens. Yeah. Like Batista sees the fingernails, he investigates it and clearly he's investigating. Rudy. Right. There's no, yeah, there's no like behind, like, you know, um, I guess another thing to bring up the director on this episode is Michael Cuesta. Okay. I say that to say, if you remember during our Six Feet Under finale, I was saying that Michael Cuesta, he did a lot of Six Feet Under. It's so funny how many Six Feet Under writers and directors hopped over to Dexter. Yeah. And they're all in the TV world. Because a lot of these people did Breaking Bad and all, just all these shows. Michael, Dexter was, I'm sorry, Dexter was Showtime or Showtime, HBO? Okay. And it's, yeah. And yeah. Six Feet Under was HBO, okay. Um, but Michael Cuesta was the big, um, what do you call that? 2001 Space Odyssey fan. Oh, yeah. And that's I had the book out because I wanted you to see. Um, there's a scene that really mirrors 2001 Space Odyssey. And when we talk about it, I'm going to try and pull it up because I, I have the book of 2001 Space Odyssey. Um, and you, and you, do you remember in books when they would do pictures in the middle? Yes. I would, just, I would just not read the pages and just skip to the pictures. <laughs> yeah, look, you see it? Yeah. It's from the movie. That's so um, funny. Maybe if I could keep talking enough. You see that, that, that part? You see how it's kind of like Dexter? When he's no. walking in with the white. Oh, okay. Like it, he basically looks like yeah. an astronaut. We you know? need to watch this movie because yeah. I feel like it's come up way too much in the last month. I mean, two thousand one is just yes, but <laughs> just the, the the movie itself is so iconic. Um, I'm trying to find one more. I mean, he just looks like an astronaut. Um, but yeah, just the way he's wearing. Yeah. The um. All right. That being said, primer thoughts before we get into the episode for you. I mean, is it just that? Like this episode was crazy. There's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, I feel good. like I wouldn't even know of like a one to two sentence thought to give you <laughs> right, right. because there was just so much. Yeah. Um, I think it's funny that Rudy is almost dangling himself in front of people. Right. You know, like he's literally... The idea of like you want to get caught almost. Yeah, that's how I feel like. And also, I have this in my notes and it doesn't it doesn't mean anything, but I just thought it was like kind of funny that everyone in describing Rudy or the ice truck killer, like Tony Tucci, um, LaGuardia, when uh, there was a... Um, sketch? A sketch of him. Yeah. Um, just in... in a, there was, I have it actually written down. I'll find it. Um... But they all describe him as like 
average generic like there's all of these like words that are that are yeah. just used that i just think it's like so funny because it's it's true like yeah. he is just like an average looking guy like you would never expect it but i thought it was just funny how so every single person was just like yeah average generic like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. I, I just thought that was funny um i guess and then one more thing before we get into episode well, you know, you know, we'll, we'll save it for the end. Our episode starts with Dexter and Rita reeling after the attack from Paul. Um, Dexter with the kids, he he makes a quick comment like, "You can't have a bad Monday, or else it throws the whole week off." Yeah, you agree? Um, I don't. Are think... you one of those people like Monday's the start of the week? No, because of our, I think of my profession, right. I like um, a hairstylist, so I pretty much always work on Mondays, but I don't have like a Friday. Right. Um, so I don't feel that way. Like half the time, I don't even realize that it's Monday, but I still don't think I would let like one bad day like constitute yeah. a week. Yeah. You know? But I totally get that a lot of people yeah, passionately yeah, hate way. Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always say about Mondays is like, if you just times, ever since you were age of like, let's say 15, and you're 30 years old, and you times 15, uh, 15 times 52. That's how many Mondays you've experienced. How are you not used to it yet? <laughs> yeah, like the yeah. horribleness of Mondays or yeah. whatever it is. Um, the way Aster asked if they're going to kiss. Yeah. Did you remember for that? Kind of calling back to anything? No. Remember like the second episode? Aster asked, are you going to kiss? I, I think Cody does. And he goes, ew. And yeah, he goes, oh, cool. I, I do remember that. This time yeah. it was just like, there's a lot more serious yeah. stuff going on. Um, we we I have my notes as Dexter, Deb, Rudy, and Ice Truck Killer, and mm-hmm. then Rita and Paul. Um, yeah. So you want to do like, you want to knock out Rita and Paul before yeah, we get definitely. into the rest of the episode? This is a shocking turn of events for the Rita and Paul storyline. Yeah. For you? Well, okay, so... Not shocking, and I think that you said it on last week's episode. If not last week's, it was one of the week priors. But just that you were like a little disappointed in Rita, because it's like, how are you letting this guy? Yeah, talk in front of your mic. How are you letting this guy kind of like just dictate, you know, when he's going to see the kids and just come on over and do whatever he wants? Um, so now, like, with that being said, it's kind of like bitter in the ass, you know, of like her just yeah. being too nice and her not. You know, not kind of standing up or, yeah. you know. Uh, I, I just, I, I guess I mean more in the terms of like this ex-con is all of a sudden pressing charges against the woman he used to. Yeah. You know. I wonder like how likely that could be. Because like it when you look at his it charges. Has be, it has to be like 1%. Yeah, no, I know. And it's like granted like her story did not sound good like well you invited him in the bedroom, you know, all yeah. that. It didn't sound good at all. But when you look at his charges and he was he was convicted. Like he, he served I can't, time. Allowed, I can't believe he's allowed near her. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like going back from the the no, episode totally he got right. out of jail. I can't believe he's allowed. Yeah, you know, no, you're definitely right. Uh uh I think we do a lot of Transformers rollout yeah. to get to this point. Yeah. But anyway, um we see that Rita kind of gets served. You know, she has to come down to for a deposition, whatever, at the station. Which, by the way, that's totally not how it works. <laughs> you don't, you're not just grab, grabbed out of work and have to give a disp. Like you could talk to my lawyer, right? You know, and you're, yeah, you don't have to say anything. You could, you know, and you're like really not supposed to, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. like Rita. I'm not saying anything. You Rita, come lawyer on, lawyer up. You know, um, Rita calls Dexter while he's at the the. He, this is after Dexter had his panic attack, for lack of a better term. And Rita calls him. Uh, we could talk a lot of crap about Dexter, whatever, which way. But, I mean, he is like a really solid boyfriend. Yeah. And <laughs> like, I think that I think that she's 
worried and she's deaf and has every right to be. I mean, this is like kind of crazy stuff going on. And he totally keeps his cool for her and is like confidently, no, that's not going to happen. I won't let that happen. And um, that's what you need in a relationship, yeah. you know, and that's like you said, it's being a good boyfriend. So yeah. that's that was that was really cool. It's funny you said he kept his cool because what happens later in the episode? Oh, like I know. Complete. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Complete opposite. Do you recognize the caseworker? No. The black guy? No. Not at all? There's nothing. Like, he doesn't... He's not, like, somewhat kind of familiar. We were just watching Horrible Bosses too. Yeah. And every time someone came on the screen, I'm like, who is that? Like, I don't know, but I know. He definitely looks familiar. Theodore Huxtable from The Cosby Show? Okay, no. No? No. He oh. has to be in something else then. He's. I, we I have to look that a, up on the break because now it's going to bother me. He's in other stuff, I know for yeah. sure, but like, I, he's he's known as Theodore. No, yeah. I wouldn't have gotten that. Um, the idea that Rita is the one in trouble here—so crazy. It's so insane. I know. It, this has. It's. You know, we're not going to nitpick and go through all the ways how this would never happen. Yeah. And you know, starting with how is Paul allowed? You know, whatever. Um, Paul shows up. It just sorry though. It just really shows like how shitty Paul is. Like if we if oh, yeah, we didn't yeah, know yeah. for you know for sure like it just is like one extra level of just like how shitty he is. But yeah. anyway, yes. You know what? I give I'd give the character more credit if this was planned because yeah, the way he the way it sound the way it now seems is like oh he did all this just just to get unsupervised visits, but right. that was not how it was planned. Like, no, you know, like Rita messed up that plan, but you know. You, Paul's not smart enough to think that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he's a caveman, and we know that. Um, Paul shows up to Rita's for a supervised visit. Um, you know, do you remember when he shows up with the kids and the yeah. casework or whatever? You had a comment on the knock. Oh. Right, how do I do it here? It's going to it's gonna go it was like the the dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So, that's like, I feel like it's like such like, I mean, it's so cheesy. Anyway, I do it though. Just, but it's like such like a friendly like. Just broke my computer. Go ahead. <laughs> Such like a friendly, like, it's me kind of knock. And it's just like, ugh, cringeworthy. You literally to know that. went, ugh. Yeah. And I was like, I, this, I paused. I was like, what? And you're like, that knock. It's like cringeworthy to know that Paul's uh. on the other side. <laughs> um, Dexter sort of, I mean, just the idea, like, how troubling it must be for Rita. Like, she has to watch her kids go with him, knowing he's, like, doing yeah. this stuff, whatever. I think the show is really at its peak when it's just Dexter investigating and like we kind of know what he's looking for but he doesn't know it like when he goes to Paul's and he's sort of like you know trying to find something yeah some some stuff on him um and I like how the scene kind of gets randomly interrupted by this panic attack yeah you know we're gonna talk about in the other storyline um There, there, there's there's two ways I could sandwich this together, but the fact Dexter's getting disinvolved, more proof this Dexter has feelings. Definitely, a thousand percent. And obviously, you know, we're going to talk about what he does to Paul. Yeah. It's such a lie he says to himself, if I had feel like, you know. I know, he's yeah. Like, like, this is all, yeah. you know. Um, now, do you think that, like, the writers and all of that had that in mind? Or do you think that that was just, like, almost like a writing... How Club? well? Here's the thing. How difficult? <laughs> how difficult is a show when your main character is supposed to be emotionless? Yeah, no, I know. And a human Definitely, character yeah. at that. So, right. like, no, that's that that's thing, a huge. This yeah. show, it's really funny. Um, when this show was getting trashed towards the end, 
one of the writers, um, God, what's his name? Jason Scott Amy or Jay Scott? Scott Amy, one of them. Um, someone was like, this show is trash. Like, what is this show even about? And he was like, um, the show is about serial killers. Yeah. And I would never say this show is about serial killers. Like, it's about a, a psychopath, sociopath, whatever. Anyways, um, this show is about Dexter's emotional not yeah evolvement mm-hmm. not involve evolve so he he evolves from the first time we see him on screen to the last yeah that thing gets kind of twisted and like what is this show actually about and i mean we've seen it again it's every episode now i'm saying if you compare dexter from the first episode to this episode he's changed he yes. cares a lot more yeah know? um so was it intentional i don't know i wish i had a better arc we're going to be talking a lot about it over the seasons. Breaking Bad, that guy in the first episode wouldn't, you know, probably wouldn't step on a bug to kill it. Yeah. You know, three seasons later, he's killing people yeah. by himself with his bare hands. So cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That That is a yeah. scripted, emotional arc for a character. Dexter is not, like, you know, we're in a heightened reality fantasy yeah. here. Um, we have surround speakers now. I brought my, my sound bar over and... You could hear the kids starting to cry. Did you pick up on that when we watched it? Maybe I was like really into it though. When 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 the 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 dream or whatever that that flashback comes back to Dexter, yeah. you start hearing that kid cry like almost five seconds before. That's creepy. Because it's just a little kid, like yeah. But you know, but you really, if you have like a, a surround system at home. That scene is like, wow, they put some awesome... All I know is that I saw an Olive Garden commercial and that had some crazy background noise too. <laughs> so I could only clinking. Yeah, so I could only Someone's imagine. Someone's placing their order. Yeah, I could only imagine. <laughs> uh, Rita, Theodore, Deb are at the disposition and... Deposition. What did I say? Desposition? Yeah. Uh, deposition and I think here is where I noticed that Rita doesn't look as good in prior episodes. I feel like Rita started out not that hot, uh-huh. then got hot, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Whoa, Rita got really hot," and mm-hmm. now kind of back to not being that hot. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't know how I would be looking. Well, she's frazzled, so yeah, she's, she's yeah, meant to huge. look, you know. Yeah. Um, Which I guess is good acting, and yeah. you know, and all that too. I don't know how an ex-con who went to jail for beating Rita is walking away here as like the goody two-shoes. Yeah, and, and they're like telling Rita, no, don't don't say this, don't do that. Like, we need to try the best for your, for your case here. And it's like, what? I imagine, like, I imagine Rita knew breaking a, a supervised visitation with the kids. I imagine like she would have known to go through the proper... Like, I, I, I assume there's like life gets in the way yeah so you have to call in and be like hey death in the family whatever um a little too messy to make paul all of a sudden yeah who had and and again let's let's try and open this really quick and then close it imagine paul was like trying to be a good guy right and this is the one time he became evil and we'd be like man i don't know like maybe you should let paul get his way you know yeah instead of he's bad up until He's still bad, but like yeah. he's just. I feel clearly, like he's even worse. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, he's worse. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> so this is here where after she she uh, Paul comes home with the kids, he tells Rita he'll drop the charges 
if she agrees to unsupervised visits. And this is the scene that sort of ties the episode together, right? Like, Paul is just chirping. He's just going on and on. And, yeah. You know, I, you know, don't let there was a skinny little bitch get in my way. Yeah. And it, I feel like Paul now has the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like with Rita before, she kind of had the upper, well, she definitely had the upper hand, yeah. you know, and um, kind of say, you know, dictating that when he gets to see them and that it needs to be supervised and this and yeah. that. And now it's like his one glimpse yeah. of having yeah. something on her and he's just like running with it. Well, you ever see, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but some, there's like gifs out there and, and videos of it. Like you ever see like amateur boxers and one boxer is clearly mocking the other boxer. Like, like just kind of like pretending like he won or just like doing like, you know what I'm talking about or no? Maybe. What I'm saying is like one boxer is mocking the other boxer. And then all that other boxer does is like one punches him and done. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because this is here where Rita, Paul is just like chirping in his ear and Dexter's like, okay, 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 okay. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know. Do you remember a few episodes ago I always said, hey, Dexter the asking for pan. the frying pan? Yeah. 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 I don't even know if it's a frying pan, but also how cartoonish is the idea? Like you only see that stuff in cartoons. Oh, I know. Like Tom yeah. and Jerry. Yeah. Like, boom. Uh, that's <laughs> you know? so funny. Yeah. Um. God, that had to hurt. <laughs> oh, honestly, killed him. Maybe, yeah. You cannot take that. It was like cast iron too. And <laughs> yeah, that was like that's like heavy just to pick it up. I mean, cracked sc- if like there is accidentally hitting yourself, like you know, and if Dexter swinging that, yeah, the, with the amount of force he does, there's no way that guy doesn't have a cracked skull. Yeah, and he is bleeding. Yeah. Bleeding? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Bleeding's the least of your worries. <laughs> but the best part about that whole scene was Dexter's face after. Oh, my God. I know. You funniest, said it. You, you made me rewind funniest, and pause funniest it. Funniest, funniest thing. It, so and it was funny. like, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was like, like, Ugh, did I just do that? But it's like, dude, you just, you know, like, like that was the face. It was almost like a childish yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it was like, what did you just do? Like, uh-huh. you, you know, like you just assaulted someone and like, yeah, like you could have killed them, you know, but like that face. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Um, as someone who, I don't do it anymore just because my, my license, I don't need to, as someone who used, who used to, actually, you know what, I still do it, pick up, and I don't mean physically pick up, I would do removals of, mm-hmm. of dead, dead bodies, deceased. Knowing how much people weigh, Dexter's like maybe 150, 160, 170, somewhere. No. What do you think, he's more? I think he's like 170 to 190. I think Michael C. Hall is actually really short. Well, so I was saying, I think that he is too, and we should maybe look that up on the break. I think Deb's always taller than him. Well, I, I guess, how much do you think Paul weighs then? Paul's like easily 225, if not more. Yeah. What I'm saying is, no. <laughs> Michael C. Hall is not throwing this man on yeah. his, over his back like a, you know, like some blankets. And, and so Wikipedia has him as 5'10". Okay. I still think Dexter is like 175 max. I thought we can't rip, uh, rip, uh, rely on Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, why Zach, we can. Uh, <laughs> please, next episode, no. But um, regardless, Dexter is not picking. Um, I got to find out. I think his name is Mark Pellegrino, uh, who, the guy who plays Paul. Some good water. <laughs> oh, I did find him. 6'1". Yeah. And he's a burly 6'1". Yeah, one. yeah, like, yeah. This guy weighs 225 yeah. more. Yeah. Uh, um, Anyways, um, <laughs> we we really need to find an Autobots Dexter rollout 
thing here because how does Dexter carry him out of his trunk into the apartment? Yeah. Roll like, out. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you think Dexter killed Paul? No. Because he... the way he kind of plops him on the bed, he's not moving. No. The, the, the episode is leading you to think Dexter's going to kill him. You know, I, I you know, sometimes because I think he says something like sometimes you're forced to deal with problems and I guess break I the didn't code think that, that he was going to kill oh, really? him because when Dexter initially kind of was rummaging through his place, he was looking to set him up the whole time. He was looking to set him up. Oh, I, see, he found I, the gun. I know, but I think that was them intentionally being like, he's probably going to do something. Bad. Oh, no, I, I didn't think that's that, interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I, I thought for sure they no. set it up. And the way he kind of plops him down, because he's not moving. No. When he pl- breaks yeah. him, pops him no, down. No, I didn't think he was going to kill him. I thought that he was just going to set him up. I think that, obviously, the frying plan wasn't, the frying pan mm-hmm. wasn't planned. Um, but I was just under the impression that he was going to set him up the whole time. And right. then that, and that just opened up in front of him. Yeah. Uh, something I wanted to bring up, and I'll bring it up again in part two. Um, there's a lot of red for for something, an episode titled Seeing Red. Yeah. There is a lot of red light. Did you pick up on that at all or not really? Not really. Because when... Where do I have it here? When, when Dexter sets up Paul... We don't find out. We find out what happens like a few scenes later when Theodore comes to the house and just Rita's crying, whatever. That's why I thought like they're, they're setting up like Paul died. Um, but we find out like what happened. Dexter cooked up drugs and whatever and yeah. whatnot. Totally for, forgot to say I we I do have some spoiler talk after <gasps> after uh we, we do our episode. Um well, yeah we find out kinda Dexter got drugs from um whatever the, the station, the yeah. evidence and really set him up uh set Paul up. Um yeah there's every there's a lot of red light red lighting in, in this episode. Uh anything on, on that I had just three strikes law. It, it, I guess closing that up. Paul goes yeah. back to jail and, and everything. Um, why I wonder? Did the cops even go to Paul's house? You know what? I was going to ask that question, but I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be a nitpick here. And, and I'm not even, I'm not even. I'm assuming Dexter just like called right. nine one one. And again, like, I'm hey, not, I'm not even, I'm not even asking that to nitpick or to even talk about it for a while. Yeah, uh, or at all really. Um, I just thought it was interesting. Like, why did Polly? Like, why did the cops even show up there? Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm with you. Um, I'm with you. Yeah, but not not to be a nitpick. Honestly, just you know, I, I'm just gonna assume like someone called nine one one. It yeah. was just like there's a disturbance. Then, then, yeah, yeah. You know, um. Aside from that, no. But then again, when they show up and there's no disturbance, are they just allowed to break into your place? Yeah, that's what it seemed. It seemed. Roll out. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> we, no. We need, yeah. we need someone. Please help us come up with a rollout or. We're just going to start saying roll out so much that we're just going to use it. I feel like we need like a Dexterism. That's though. what I'm saying. Yeah. Though. Like, you know, we yeah. need a, a roll out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Roll out anyway. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about the, the rest of the episode before we, we get to our break. The ice truck killer sends a glass jar to Miami Metro Police Department. And after some figuring out, Dexter sees a key. 103 Marina View Hotel. And... Let me say hey, go ahead. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, you mentioned it on the Six Feet Under podcast before that like dead blood is kind of different than <laughs> living blood. Right. And then when they get the jar, um, I feel like obviously 
most people know it's blood but like hey dexter is this blood what's going on you know and um he's kind of looking at like the consistency of it like what is the difference really well if you this almost sounds like we talked about this beforehand i swear we did (laughs) it no i know i know (laughs) i'll say i'll say a lot of things we we really like when we watch the episodes we do not talk about anything beforehand like i'll i'll always ask you like thoughts and it's like yeah good bad whatever and every once in a while i will bring something up like you know what really bothered me this and whether it makes it to like the recording, whatever. Right. Um, yeah, we try to nitpick off air. <laughs> I was saying that because if you if you remember during the episode, Masuka points out that he found two. Uh, I'm gonna get it here from the 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 trivia. Um, anti, there's two anti. God damn it! I'm not gonna be able to find it. We'll get back to it after the break. But the um, Masuka says there's there's anticoagulant. Two, yes, which makes the blood not coagulate. Yeah. And there's something else that Dexter said as a preservative. Yeah. But it, it's, it's whatever. Um, that in there, that whatever the ice truck killer put in the blood is so it's not quite like blood gets clumpy. Yeah. Blood clots essentially. So, so is like when people pass darker their... too. Okay. T- television blood is a lot redder yeah. than real blood. But so, um, so just the deceased blood, it's more like thicker. It's thicker because it's settled. Like right now, your blood is pumping. Yeah, all those cells, everything okay. in your blood, it's pumping. It's pumping. It's pumping. You die. All that stuff. No, that makes like, sense. Like pools. Yeah. You know, so you you'll you know you ever filter oil and water like it'll actually like start to separate. Yeah. Where you just get clumpy blood. Right. And then liquid plasma. So now the blood that was in the jar was that more similar to living blood or dead blood? I mean, it just honest, in your opinion, that's closer to dead blood. Okay, just out of curiosity. Yeah, or even dead blood is like that. Didn't look that heavy, right? Dead blood is heavy. It's, right, it's very clumpy. To, to for lack of a better term, yeah. you know. Okay, just uh, in, but they just... do they do make a mention in the episode of the two things how because I, I think Masuka says like, hey, the blood's not not um clotting. clotting. Yeah, yeah, and that's how they find out that yeah. it was. Well, I'll find it out after the break. Yeah. It's all over the intern um, when you look up this episode. Um, the hotel where they shoot, uh-huh. um, they shoot quite a few times over. You're gonna see what were we watching? And I was like, "Hey, that's Dexter, a uh, little woman of L.A." You were oh watching one gosh. of your, you were watching one of your reality shows. Embarrassing. And I'm walking. Remember, because I was walking yes. past, and I was like, "Hey, that's that's Long Beach." And then you got like hooked on the show, and you sat down next to me, and you were binging it. That didn't happen at all. <laughs> uh, um. Dokes and Deb show up to the hotel, and the only reason why I want to bring this up, because if you look at this episode around the six-minute and five-second mark, you could see the crane that they use for this this shot. Uh, I made you rewind that like three times oh, yeah. to make sure. <laughs> By the third time, I was like, that's what you wanted me to see? Okay. Um, I guess we could... Uh, I have another question. Okay. Really fast, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, What... Like I, so, those suits that they were wearing were like prophylactic, or are we not there yet? Yeah, we're right there. Yeah. Okay, what is that? What is what does prophylactic even mean? You know what? What is? We're gonna look it up. Because and I guess I should have just looked it up instead of relying that, on you. I've been saying that word in my head all day because, like, I always thought prophylactic was either drugs or something else. I think I might have thought they were drugs too. We'll look it up and and, and come back with it after the break. Um, because I thought the same. I know I've been saying the word all day, and it's like, and I've yet I to think, look it up. I think I. 
I actually, I'm not going to lie and say that I was going to look it up, but I had it in my notes, like prophylactic question mark, question mark. And then you said it yeah. and I was like, oh, he knows what it is. So I'll ask him on the podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I, I will be shocked and you'll, we'll, we'll, we'll all find out after the break. I'll be shocked if it's anything besides like full body. Yeah. Uh, proactive. Hazmat. No, not hazmat. Hazmat is like nothing. Oh, okay. Um, oh, like I forget protective gear. Okay. God, another nitpick, and we'll definitely get there after the break. Dexter just walking around this hotel with blood all over him. I know. Break. Now, a word from our sponsors. Did they tell you anything about what's inside? <laughs> no one's been inside. Too much blood. Dexter, just a heads up. It's bad in there. Okay. I'm serious. Okay. She's not kidding. It's your wet dream in there. Okay. Two of podcast. <laughs> so, what does prophylactic mean? I thought you looked it up. You said you were gonna. Oh you said my I, gosh! I looked it up. All right. Did you, okay, good. <laughs> I was about to. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I didn't. I looked up with the uh, with the two uh, anticoagulants. Oh that, my that, gosh! That, uh, Masuka. All right. So, prophylactic intended to prevent disease. Okay. So makes sense. It's cool uh, word. Because you know what I also thought it was. What? I also thought prophylactic meant condom. Which it actually is. That totally yeah, actually, is. Actually, yeah. To prevent disease. Interesting. Look at that. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Um, all right. So I do have two things. One, forgot what it was. Two. What? <laughs> then you definitely don't have two things. Deb's age. Yes. We said last week it was absurd the fact that she was twenty nine. Yeah, it totally did not add up. Our. I told you one of the impressive things about starting this podcast was. Finding out while I thought I was a huge Dexter fan, like bigger than like there's Dexter fans like, oh, my God, I love Dexter. You watched it once when it aired and that's it. Yeah. I'm someone who came back to it a lot. I, you know, I knew a lot of this stuff. Yeah. We play a game where you thought you were Dexter. I thought, well, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. We'd play the game where you throw season six, episode four at me and I just guess what you can name every episode. Yeah, I can name the episode. I one of the most amazing things finding this doing this podcast is. I am. You don't know anything. Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. If you ever watch The Wire, I am. I am the Barksdale crew, and everyone else is Marlowe. Um. So, our our friend Zach, I forget his actual Twitter name, and my apologies because I'll I'll write it out there. He's a good follow on Twitter. He he's the one who sent us the timeline of every character in yeah. this show. He has some you know really cool stuff, and we're actually we're gonna have him on once we start having guests on. He'll be one of our guests because he he could have really uh, uh, smart stuff to add to the show. I'm gonna read exactly what he said regarding Deb's age. Perfect. Uh, first, I know. Well, well, I guess going back to it, we were how did it? Did we ask how old is Deb? Uh, well, okay, so we were talking about her being immature. Oh, okay. And okay. then I think that just right, was like, right. I wonder how old she is, and then yeah. So, yeah, and then we looked it up, and then there's a Dexter wiki that says she's 29. 
First, uh, I'm reading here from Zach's email. First, I know that the Dexter Wiki states Deb's birthday is December 7, 1979, but unfortunately, this is well wrong. While it is true that Jennifer's Carp- Jennifer Carpenter's actual date of birth is December 7th, it is stated in the Early Cuts webisode. Let me pause here to interject. There are... I wonder if they're still on YouTube. Um, I know I have them downloaded somewhere. They did um, webisodes, kind of like, you know... YouTube only episodes or yeah. only episodes you can find online. And do you remember really quick when Dexter is about to throw out his uh, his blood slides and yes. they flash like four people he killed? Yes. Um, I remember, oh, yeah. you said that they went into those. Yeah, like yeah, each of those are cool. like storylines, really you know, cool. like 10 minute. And yeah. they're, they're like kind of cool animation. They're just kind of like moving images, not really animation, voiced by Michael C. Hall. Um so going back to his email, it is stated in the early cuts webisode featuring Gene Marshall, which takes place in June of 1993, that Deb is not only celebrating her birthday, but has also just passed her driver's exam, meaning she's at least 16 years yeah. old in 1993. So from that information, um, June of 93, we could surmise that Deb's actual birthday would be June 4, 1977, making her 29 years old. Wait, so he's right. Oh my God, he was going... He was going that his birthday is June 4th and not, oh, he said she was 27? Oh, my God. Um, 1979. So, how old was she in 2006? (laughs) No. I think, oh, uh, he has, he wrote this email that it's a different birthday. Okay. We had it as December 7th. He has it as June 4th. But she's still 29? Well, he says making her 29 years old in season one and two, 1977. 1979 to 2006 would be 26. Yeah, we had her as 27. She's actually 29. That's even worse. I know. She's more immature. <laughs> yeah, we were like, oh my God, there's no way she's 24, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, funny. And I guess I do not have another thing. That being said, we can get into the episode because we have a lot of ground to cover. Um this episode's going to be a lot longer. Um, Dokes and Deb open the room, mm-hmm. and we just see a lot of red. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts up to this point, because we kind of skated into the end of part one and whatever. At, um, oh, I'll keep going. I just I, I didn't want to pause because there's we don't know. Like all of a sudden, we just yeah, see like, a lot of red, and then yeah. we don't see until Dexter opens it and whatever. Right. Yeah. I didn't know what to think. Um. I. I, uh-huh. I yeah. That's fine. That's fine. The the all white that Dexter wears as he goes in. Uh, how funny is the uh, the Dokes line where he's like, "Deb, it's cra- uh, Deb to go to Dexter." Like it's crazy in there. He's like, "I know." He's like, yeah, there's a lot of blood. He's like, "I know." And then do you have the line that Dokes says? It's 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 your, your wet, wet dream. dream. Yeah. And Dexter's like, oh, "Okay, enough." <laughs> Love him. <laughs> the all white prophylactic Dex- that that Dexter wears. Yeah. Is what really reminds me of 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. Um, if anyone out there who listened to the Six Feet Under finale and watched this episode and is listening to both of our podcasts, can you write in and let me know if you agree? Because I've yet to find anyone that was like, hey, man, I, you're actually spot on with that. Uh, I wonder if it's just me, you know? I'm starting to feel like, hey, you kind of look like whatever, this person. It's like, no, no. Uh- <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so Dexter opens the door, and as soon as he sees all this blood, yeah, drops. Yeah. Drops like a... Like a yeah. Something that drops. Yeah. <laughs> um, the way Dexter walks out, he walked. If that's the first floor, there is an elevator. 
even though it is the first floor, right? Because he comes out of the elevator. Okay, yeah. He's walking, even if there's not, he's walking. He got up from that room and he's just dripping blood everywhere. I know. And he's wearing a prophylactic to prevent disease. And he's just... Yeah, blood all over his face, blood everywhere. That is a, a, oh my God, moment when he falls into the blood. Yeah. It like splashes and and all. Thank God he was wearing that. Thank God, (laughs) yeah. Uh, um, We, we, you know, we, I don't think we ever will see Dexter like this where he's just, he can't. Like almost like inconsolable. Yeah, like Like he can't, he can't function. Yeah. And he's, it's almost like, you know, they kind of joke around about it, but. He's like in diabetic shock. Yeah. And he's just like, no, no. And, you know, he plays it off. We know what's up. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think he, you know, whatever. Did you put two and two together? Like this was, like, what did you think of him passing out? I guess. I guess well, so mine. we had the, we had the flashback of the, the baby in blood. Uh-huh. And then this is clearly a pool of blood. Mm-hmm. Um, Do we actually see the baby when he falls? We saw the baby falls? last episode. No, I know. But when he falls. I think so. So, um, so, and, and I'm assuming the baby is Dexter, you know, like, like before we found out that it definitely is. But, um, so once that happened, uh-huh. I knew that it had to be the ice truck killer recreating more of Dexter's past uh-huh. again, not to nitpick, but like if Dexter doesn't even have these memories, like he does, but he doesn't even know he does, you know, then it's like, how did the ice truck killer get them? I'm with you. And it's not really a nitpick. You know, I, I know it's a show, but it's just one of those things of like, we've all had like deja vu where we're yeah. like, wait a minute, that did happen, you know? Yeah. But it's like, how did someone know your memory and thoughts? How do they have a better recollection or, or and, and not, not obviously a recollection, Rudy was not there, but how do they know something that intimate, that personal that you can barely remember? I will I will say and I hope I've been saying this a lot these past few episodes I am hoping I'll remember during the season finale to answer that question because it's a great question I could answer it later. Okay. The show never asked that question. Yeah. Never says, "Oh, uh, you know." Cuz even the pictures well, that- I I I guess I'm sorry. The answer is actually in the first few episodes. Okay. And Don't tell me. I can't yeah. I can't tell you. But even the pictures that Rudy recreates uh, or that the ice truck killer, that rather. One, that one, unanswerable. Plot hole. Are you talking from when the, the, the pictures with the uh, yeah with the body parts and everything? Yeah. There's no answer to that. There's no way. Okay. There's no way. There is... We have... I could answer that question after after we finish okay. the season because there's definitive proof. Totally plot hole. Okay. And okay. we'll get there. We'll okay. get there. You got okay. two episodes left. Uh, um, Masuka is doing investigating at, at the room and... We see that the socket has no blood on it. We'll get back to that. Dexter and Deb are in the elevator, and this they, this starts this storyline of like the struggle between Deb and Dexter. Yeah. Um, part of me, and I guess this is immature, 27, 29, June 4th, December 7th, birthday, Deb. Um, how isn't Deb used to this already? Like, this is who Dexter is. I'm pretty sure Dexter never came to Deb like... I think I kind of like this girl, Rita. Right, right. Me and Rita got into a fight. Uh, you know, you ever just feel sad? Yeah. And you're just down? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure Dexter never did that with yeah. Deb. Whereas the opposite, Deb probably always. Yeah. Sean the mechanic, I'm sleeping with him. I'm falling for Rudy. Boyfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend. Crying. Yeah, yeah, crying. Um, 
So I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I can think of is that you just said... Um, That's our new ice machine, by the way. That was uh, <laughs> Nin shaking in the background. You just said that we probably will never see Dexter this shook up again in the, in the series. Um, so maybe that... Right. Since since right. this is a new side, like like you're probably right, you know that Dexter probably didn't, you know, wasn't one to call up his sister and talk about anything. But now, like something serious happened, and this was kind of like a different yeah. way Dexter handled himself. Yeah. So I could see how that would change Deb's reaction. Sure, because this is a different reaction from Dexter. And I also had in my notes. Like, I guess maybe as you get older, you re- you revisit stuff. Definitely. Like, hey, let's find out if you're still, you know, scared of this. Or yeah. Like, you know, whatever. Or if you're ready to talk about this. And, you know, I, I guess it's that. Yeah. Um, and also... But she, she seems like she just found out Dexter doesn't share his feelings. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Because, like, oh, you never talked about your dad or anything or whatever. I'm pretty sure, like, during Harry's funeral, Dexter was very... Yeah. I'm doing the... Face is normal sign. Um, Rudy and Deb are in the bedroom, and again, Rudy weirdly fascinated with Dex. So creeped out. While Deb's trying to have sex with him. Yeah, she, he's more interested in Dexter than Deb. How doesn't Deb catch up on Why this? Why didn't she cry there? <laughs> no, <laughs> that, w- that was the perfect time to cry. But how does she not like, all right, I got it last week. I get I am trying to have sex with you as your yeah, boy, as does. your girlfriend. No, 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 no. She does being like, all right, screw you. I'm going to bed. Not like, why are you so obsessed? I guess, but at the same... Because Rudy, like, I guess I guess an undercurrent here, how smart is Rudy? Like, listen, you can't ask me to care and then not to care. No, I know. You don't do this to I me. Be- I was like, you're right, Rudy. <laughs> like, I believed him. I was like, oh my gosh, you know? Totally forgetting everything I know. The truth here is Rudy is up obsessed with Dexter. Yeah, obsessed. You know what I mean? Creepily um, obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was a scene in the elevator. I, I didn't put it in my notes, but I remember it here. Again, Dexter father's death affected Deb more, more than, than Dexter. Him. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how that makes you feel. And they're just like, I don't, I don't fucking, it doesn't, I don't feel anything, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, so <laughs> there's the scene where it's Deb, Dokes, Masuka, LaGuerta and Dexter. Yeah. You know what scene I'm talking about? Where they're they're coming to they're realizing they're showing all the footsteps in the room yeah. and everything. The, yeah. The way Dokes or the way they shoot Dokes, like that he's in Dexter's head. I liked that. Do you remember? Because yeah. Dexter I I I didn't write down what he says, but then Dexter is it's in his inner monologue. And I want to say he says something along the lines of like he's sending me a message. He's sending me a message. Yeah, something and like Do- that. And we hear it, but Michael C. Hall, Dexter doesn't say it on screen, but he yeah. says it in his head. And Dokes goes, what was that? Yeah. And it's like, and Dexter, I like how like startled Dexter is like, I didn't say anything. Yeah. Like, you know? I feel like that was so good on Dexter though, because especially like as a hairstylist, I have probably 15 minute conversations with like 20 right. people a day and in my head i'm thinking all types of stuff yeah and i yeah. feel like if someone was like if someone <laughs> was so like funny. yeah what did you just say i'd be like oh my <laughs> god like i would a thousand percent be like i said yeah, that out loud yeah, you know yeah. so at least That's funny at least dexter and of course like dexter's obviously a really a smart calculated guy but at least he you know has yeah. control over that um i think it's just well 
it must have been fun to like edit mm-hmm. to like you know dokes dokes snaps and it us as the audience we even like wait wait what i know yeah like, oh, definitely shit, he didn't say that out loud right like you know um just well timed uh again we go back to dexter investigating paul's house actually i mean we did talk about it because it's not really with the ice truck killer killer um storyline but remember I, I made you rewatch this scene where after dexter goes docks his boat and that's the end of the scene mm-hmm. it's the first time it's the first and last time we ever seen the show dexter docks his boat at his apartment complex mm-hmm. and they play the blood theme and it just is like 40 second scene where there's nothing happening um remember because i was like hey janet pointed out that like Nothing happens here, and it seems like there's a voiceover missing or another Something, transition. Yeah. I don't have anything on it. It, it really is. I it, when she wrote in, I was like, I don't remember that scene. And as soon as it came on, I was like, Oh yeah, it always felt weird. Yeah, cool. It's right, cool watching right. Dexter dock at his apartment complex because even next season he talks about how he docks his boat at a marina, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, Deb and Dokes are at the hotel going over the case. Um, <laughs> You know what's funny here that I caught? Dokes rips Dexter all day. But then... Also, call Dexter. Yeah. The second, yeah. like, they ha- they face a second of adversity, and it's like, call Dexter. Yeah. You know, and like, and it's like, I mentioned how frustrating it for Deb, like, what the fuck does everyone want to talk to Dexter? Yeah. How about me? <laughs> Definitely. Um, I found this 103 stuff hokey. I know what it means. You don't. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I just find it was a little like, oh my god, the radio station, the Bible, yeah, this, yeah, the room. I wish that it was a little bit. I wish that it was like, while it was obvious to us, I wish that it wasn't pointed out to us. Right. Like it wasn't. Like I. Like I almost wish. Like, like let's just us. Uh, let's us. Figure like let's it make out. it obvious for that we could figure it out. I'll tell you what about that. Uh, this is a minor nitpick about the show Dexter. I wish sometimes the show. Let us figure stuff out. Okay. I guess show, that's where I'm going A show with that, that was great with it, Breaking Bad. Yeah. This show holds your hand a lot. Yeah. There's a scene in season six. Oh, my God. I fucking hate the scene. But. We're on season one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what gives a lot of it away? The Dexter model, Alver. You know, he's like, since Rita felt like this, that means I have to go do this with yeah. Paul. And it's like, I, we, we could have put that together without you telling us, yeah. you know? Um, furthermore, it was just a little too hoagie. And even what this 103 ends up meaning, we'll, we'll yeah. find out. I think we find out next episode. Okay. I, I, guess, I guess I did want to add here, I guess this is sometimes how cases get broken, like these weird little random right. you know, stuff Clues, they put together. Almost, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rudy shows up to Dexter's. So weird. Yeah. Well, let me say this. I would never show up to your brother's house. With a six-pack of microbrew? <laughs> you love saying my. You have not stopped saying microbrew. Because who says microbrew? I guess I guess they were in the transition phase no, from I know. craft beer. It was, like, it was going from Budweiser to like... Yeah, yeah they were in that stage. But how um, funny is that? But I would never show up to your brother's house with microbrew and steaks unannounced. No. I don't show up to... I mean, we live together now, but I don't. I don't show up to your house yeah. unannounced. Like yeah. you know, it's courtesy. Yeah. And if you're gonna if you're gonna show up with steaks and beer, like, what if Dexter was at Rita's? I know. Whatever, whatever. You know. Uh, um, <laughs> let's keep pushing this further. He's talking about the way he Deb was trying to have sex with him, or trying to jump, jump his, his bones. bones. 
You mean? <laughs> yes. I would really hope that you and my brother are not like talking about when you I know want what? to jump and your he's making it, it, it. It's not even that bad. It, it, it's Rudy is making Deb out to be a horn dog. Like, hey, Deb, how about some conversation before sex? Yeah. And he's telling this to Dexter. And I love Dexter's reaction is not don't talk to me about sex with my sister. It's more like. I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's my sister. Yeah. It's, it's not like, dude, that's gross. It's just yeah. like, I don't know. It's my sister. I don't know. Why are you talking to me? Like, yeah. You know? Um, God. <laughs> this is one of those scenes. I'm talking about the whole patio and all of it mm-hmm. that we have to revisit after the finale because there's okay. a lot of stuff going on here. Okay. I told myself I was going to go back and do the research, but Rudy told Dexter... And Deb, that his mother died two different ways. Oh, wow. I think, yeah, here she brings up the mailbox and goes out, whatever. I'm, pr- I'm 99% positive, and I'm sure one of our great fans out there will uh, uh, point it out. When Rudy and Deb are at like some hot dog shop and they're eating outside, he says something completely different. And he says that's why he got into... Wasn't it a car accident? I think so. I think so. I yeah. think it was a car accident, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then also when he, he said, makes that's the why, cast, that's why I got into yes. When he yes. makes the cast for Deb's legs, he yeah. says something like, "Oh, there was someone that got in a bad car accident." And she goes, "Oh, like your mom." Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. So it was definitely a car accident yeah. that he told. But he says Deb. this is here when his mom went to go check out the going to go check the mail. She got hit. Right. I guess it is a car accident. Yeah, but, but whatever. I, I guess someone will point out that the two different ways. I yeah. always remembered it as as whatever. Uh, question: Who do you use apartment? Do you like more Dexter's or Brian's? Remember, because you were like Brian has a sweet apartment. Brian, Who's I'm Brian? sorry, that's the, that's the actor's name. Um. <laughs> what podcast are you doing right now? Okay, Rudy's apartment or Rudy's, Dexter's? Yo, right, Rudy's right. was awesome. You like it more than Dexter's? Yeah. Wow. You don't? I love Dexter's apartment. What they don't show is all of that, all of his like living room Yeah. is, um. what do you call? That's all window. Window. Yeah. You know? Uh, um. The beer. That Rudy brought the over? The microbrew? <laughs> you mean? <laughs> Can you please? The the beer Rudy brings over? The microbrew? I'm Thank so you. sorry. Um, Jekyll. Remember we looked it up? Yeah. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Two, two different personalities. Dun, dun, dun. Um, whatever. Um, Rudy left his cell phone at Dexter's and... How would that never happen now? Because the minute that Rudy... I mean, I know that I it was know. probably... Where's it was done on purpose, you know? But the minute that you leave anywhere... You like instantly like let me get on my phone. Yeah, yeah. It's like that never would happen now. <laughs> um, there's two things I want to bring up. One, um, you know my favorite comedian's Bill Burr, yes. and he he did like a uh, one of his bits was like, you know, think about how carefree you were when you were five. You just run out the door. You didn't even care if you were hungry or not. You just ran out the door and played for hours. No nothing, whatever. It's like I dare you today to go run outside just as you are. And before you get to the corners, like, oh my God, where's my wallet, my keys, my cell yeah, phone? I'm yeah. going to die. What if I die? No one knows who I am. I didn't wear know? my Apple Watch today to work <laughs> and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? No, I get it. Let me say this because we actually have this scene on while we are recording and we're up to this part of the episode. I refuse to believe a citizen like Rudy is allowed to walk in the room where Dexter is practicing blood spatter. No, I know. Like there's... No, no way. Fucking way. No. <laughs> um, and then this is the scene where Rudy tells Dexter the exact tool he was. Yeah, the electric chainsaw. And he's like, "Oh, I guess I, l- I really love 
how snarky he is. Yeah. He's like, I guess you never heard of the exact tool I was using to kill all the five people or to I know. spray the blood in the room. <laughs> and you just see Dexter's face like, oh my God, duh. But <laughs> yeah, like not, yeah. oh my God, duh to Rudy, right, but like, right, to, right. you know, but that's kind of what I was said, uh, said earlier in the in the episode of that Rudy's literally dangling it yeah, in no, front yeah, of them. Yeah. This is you know? where he's just like, yeah. I guess you never, you know. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> and then we see here that Deb sees... Dexter and, and and Rudy talking. Um, I, I guess we could talk about a little bit here when Deb and Dexter kind of fight about the fact that Rudy came over to... Do you have anything here? I just... In the beginning, it is kind of like poor Dex because like he came over and what? We drank some microbrew. Came over and, and what else? Yeah. Ate. And what else? Talk, well, yeah. know, he struggles before he gets to talk. I feel bad for Dexter because Dexter didn't invite him over. True. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like Dexter literally was. And also, like, Dexter probably only entertained the idea because it's his sister's boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Like, Dexter's not going to be a dick to his sister's boyfriend, you know? So it's like Rudy shows up unannounced. Dexter's probably just hanging out, playing some video games. Definitely not. And then (laughs) and then Rudy shows up and now he has to hang like Dexter wasn't having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, Dexter kind of is like put in a bad situation and then getting Mm -hmm. in trouble for it. (laughs) Um, We're at the part where you could talk about Batista and and I'll go I'll I'll insert a little bit of a storyline here that we see Batista reeling from his marriage, struggling. Um, He has Neil, Neil Diamond tickets. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine Neil Diamond is big in the Cuban community. <laughs> I refuse to believe Batista's like, I love Neil Diamond. No, Nina did. I re- she's also Cuban. Okay. I'm assuming he married because, you know, the way when we well, see her. You know in the what episode, happens when you assume, Victor? You're probably right. <laughs> um, Masuka, while out at the bar, he says 86. Masuka is ridiculous <laughs> at the bar. Can we just go back to that? What, well, like the I love the like dance the- moves, the tongue <laughs> action moves. Like he's absolutely yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like thinks he's so cool. But anyway, that's besides the point. He, looking back, I wonder if the writers ever regret not giving him something useful to do on the show <laughs> besides be com. And he is good comedy relief. He totally, in, is. in a show of I don't have feelings. I love totally like, is I'm immature. My boy, my husband beats me. You know, Masuka's here with his shirts and making out with these, these, you know, whatever. Masuka says to Batista, "86 the ring." You ever heard of that term? Yes, because I was a server. That's like I. I well, the only the only time. What I've did ever- that mean? Because I didn't know that until this episode. We're out. Like, like, get rid of it. I tried to look up what that means. Yeah. And there's like 18 different so when ed- I was, etymologies, if that's the right way you say that word. Like, source, origin. So when I was a waitress, um, like, let's say we had steak and then we sold out of the steak. It'd be like, oh, 86 the steak. I don't know why. I don't know where that well, came yeah, from. I, 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 but that's, yeah. yeah. 86, 86. There, there's a whole... I think it was something something in the labor union. Eighty six oh. meant something, yeah. And then, but there's also like fourteen other reasons why. Um, Batista is back at that club again after you know, kind of being like a a party pooper. And Batista asks this woman to dance. Yeah, he's got swag now. He got definitely got swag. And of course, Batista, forever being a cop, sees another woman dancing. That has the same fingernails the polish on a prosthetic arm. And this, you know, I love hearing the scene. He's like, 
I'm just here to talk to you. I'm not going to arrest you. I'm not going to do anything. She's like, I don't want to talk. Do you want to go to jail? I know. So <laughs> like, funny. <laughs> um, and also, couldn't he have gone about this a better way? Like, he sees her, and it's like she's a, like, it's like he's a dog and she has a treat. Like, how about casual conversation? Like, you don't even have to say you're a cop. Yeah. That's a great pickup line. Like, hey, what, I mean. But also, I think that he was just that thrown by it. I guess so. I guess so. Like, who has that random nail polish? Like, it was like, kind of like the same colors. You know what I mean? Like, like, when do you see that? And that was like, literally the hand in the, in the, the ice cube, for lack of a better word. Right. Um, that was the whole, focus point right. of that right you know so i could see him just totally being completely like what you yeah know? i just imagine there's there's <laughs> you could have just maybe a little bit more smoother yeah. instead of just being like i'm gonna arrest you have, if you maybe he doesn't have a swag <laughs> yeah. yeah he lost it in an instant taking it back and of course this prompts batista right to go talk to like the one person who of course would know about amputee fetishes yeah masuka um this is the scene where you know Batista goes to talk to Rudy. Um, did you think he, Rudy was going to do anything? Because they, it's the the scene has a lot of tension. Scene has a lot of tension. I didn't He's holding that like it's not a knife. It's like yeah, a putty it's, knife. Yeah, or something. I didn't think that he was going to do anything then. Yeah. Um, I don't know if a part of it is that I feel like Batista continues in the series, or if that we've never actually seen Rudy kill someone. True. So like I can't True. imagine him doing it because point. we've never seen yeah. it. Yeah. You know, but um like he's definitely creepy. Yeah. But yeah. we've never you know. Um so I didn't get that vibe, but um it was definitely tense, like you mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Me and Colton, our friend Colton, uh, we were talking of how obvious they make who the ice truck killer is. Oh my god. And it's funny because like Masuka's like, I know someone who works really well with prosthetics. Go see Rudy. Yeah. Deb's boyfriend. Yeah. And, and, you know, Batista's like, okay, good idea. I'll go. Like, you know, it's like, right. guys. I know. <laughs> is anyone paying attention? Is anyone here a detective? You know, oh, it's, wait you know, a it's minute. funny. Between Batista, Dexter, and Deb, all cops, all law enforcement. Yeah. Rudy is surrounded by law enforcement. Yeah. Like, that's in, it's his entire. This is where you kind of got to, like, roll out on the, on the show. Right. Or season one as an right. idea. Like, let me get this straight. The people they're all investigating is right there. Yeah. In front of but your eyes. At the same time, how, and not that this happens all the time, and I mean nothing against police officers and nothing like this, but what was the Golden State? I, I don't know all the details about that, but, but I guess he was you're a, right. But he was a police officer. Okay. That, that, you know, like you do hear about some police officers that commit these these crimes and then it finds out that they were in law enforcement you know that they kind of have like their hand in that oh yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not whatever i'm just um it's a tv show you know yeah uh, um laguerta reopens the ice truck killer case after finding new evidence and with laguerta it's like haven't you learned <laughs> i don't i love her though but hold on we were talking like can you not wait like a week <gasps> definitely <laughs> like have you not le- isn't this the third time this season i think so like good god for the love of god just wait no you're totally like, you know right what i mean uh, but um, it was pretty cool it was a pretty cool scene i thought yeah i just doesn't she have anyone in the department was like listen let's sit on this well it's crazy too let's that, go, that matthews was like 
who knew about this and jokes is like this is the first time we're all hearing about it you know like so that but then also at the same time i feel like that's kind of what makes it badass yeah like and that's kind of what makes it like yeah yeah you know like yeah um (laughs) god there's just so much about it that's like whatever uh batista shows up to i'm assuming it's his apartment complex and Rudy comes up. We're assuming it's Rudy. Yeah. Actually, we know it's Rudy because yeah. he has his fat upper lip. Um, this I was not expecting. But uh, Rudy, like I yeah. wasn't expecting any backlash when Batista left because I think Rudy says something like, "Are you? Is it like? Are is this urgent? Do right, you need right. This? And he's like, "No, no. It's really a long shot. It's real." So I never thought that there was going to be any like rebuttal or backlash to, yeah. from Rudy. To your point of we've never seen Rudy kill someone. We've never seen him panic, and this is the first time we see him panic. Yeah, like you know, he's think about how close the investigation is. For fuck's sake, he's sleeping with one of the yeah. investigators. You know. Yeah. Um. You know, she comes home and talks about the crime scenes he did. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Crazy. Uh, um, yeah, but this headbutt is almost like the secret thing that ties everything together. Really? It's so funny how it, like, being able to, to know what happens. The headbutt is, like, the huge. That's crazy to yeah. think about. I think that's why I was like, that's Batista who headbutted him. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I made you, I made it a point for you to notice. Uh, Deb and Dokes are at the station. And I'm not wrong, right? Dokes was hitting oh, on Deb. Yeah. He was, right? Yeah. And just as quickly as he started, oh. as quickly as it went away. And I also love, though, how as Dokes is trying to make his move, the elevator door opens. He has the white roses, and there's like the white light, like yeah, an yeah, angel. Yeah. You know, know, like coming out. It's to- like, and no. He's, and he's a total Get opposite. the red light back. <laughs> he's the devil. No, I don't want to see this, you That's know, so angelic figure have, coming in. I, I literally yeah. have that in my notes that I love the, I love how the ironic white light, yeah. like he is an angel. No, you know? get the red lights back. <laughs> The way Rudy manipulates Deb yeah. back into like so bad. Good, good graces, it's like all of it, you know. And think about the the levels of manipulation by Rudy right now. Yeah, he's huge. putting Deb against Dex, and he has the entire police department chasing him, and he's in the police department. Rudy yeah, gets me so mad. And again, here it is. Rudy's just allowed to walk right into the station. Uh our episode ends. With Dexter heading back to room 103 and try and recover this this lost memory of sorts. I think my analysis here is like useless. So I'll let you sort of like take over of like kind of what what did you, I guess a prediction, what this means and, and how what you experienced from it. Uh, let me say, and I might be stealing your thunder here. Gross. The way Dexter lays down in the blood okay, go ahead you didn't steal my thunder gross <laughs> yes gross um so Absolutely i feel disgusting. like uh starting last episode and this episode we kept getting these these um images of the baby in blood and then this episode we got like a little bit more and every flashback or whatever you'd like to call it got a little bit longer and a little bit yeah. more intense yeah. so then this was kind of like an actual like, it wasn't just a glimpse. This was kind of like an actual scene. Right. This is where she calls him Dexter. Like, she refers to him as Dexter. Mommy loves you. Right. You know, so, so this, this is clearly is, his mother. So this is clearly Dexter, clearly his mother, and clearly something completely awful is mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Prediction of what it is? Like, what's going on here? Well, there's a chainsaw involved, and uh-huh. she's getting mm-hmm. murdered. Mm-hmm. So, um... 
I don't. I mean, this is again. We we've been talking about it all week. The dynamic of the show is, I know what's going on. Yeah. You no, don't. I don't. So any prediction of of think think uh, I guess I guess let me set it up this way. Rudy set this up intentional with the whole season we have behind us to trigger this memory for Dexter. Right. I guess that to put put in thinking of that. See the red light on Dexter. Yeah. Uh, where where this is why he did this. I guess. And again, if you really, you know, I, I I'll take no prediction over. Um, I think. No, I really don't know. Okay. I don't know if it's maybe to make Dexter like weaker. Uh huh. Like 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 this is like you said. This is maybe the the most disheveled that yeah, we've seen yeah, Dexter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you said it, it could be in the whole season, you know? Sure. So maybe this is kind of like to weaken him, like mm-hmm, bringing back mm-hmm. these bad memories that he knows is going to trigger something. Yeah. And like, um, clearly the Istra killer and Dexter are kind of on the same like intellectual sure. level. So this kind of knocks him down. Yeah. You know? Um, but no, no okay. prediction really. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Um, that wraps up our episode. I do have spoiler talk that I want to... It's really quick, quick few lines that I just want to... Something that alludes to later episodes and I guess later this season. Um, I guess that wraps up our episode. Anything to add? Did you want to talk about Tuesdays? Oh, you know what? Let's bring it up next week only because we are really... This is our longest... Dexter episode. Really quick, we're tying with the idea of releasing episodes on Tuesday for next season. Let us know. Um, It works out out for our life a lot easier if we release episodes on Tuesday. Um, That's really it. Yep, aside from that, nope, that's it. Thank you for listening and please stick around for some spoiler talk. Thank you guys, bye. All right, guys, I have some spoiler talk here, and I guess the first thing I wanted to talk about was, I guess this is where we realized the different nail colors on, on you know, we saw uh, on the woman's prosthetic hand here, and then from when our episode two, when we see the the hand and the fingertips, um, and what kind of makes me wonder, and I realized this, you know, kind of doing this deep analysis to talk about it on a podcast to think this deep about it. To where is, did Brian see, oh, I'm sorry, Rudy, and I'll talk about that in a second. Did Rudy see the fingernails and that's what triggered all these memories like the same way Dexter saw the blood room and it just brought back all these memories? Like I wonder if what brought it back for Brian, because you know we kind of see that little clip in the finale about how that's what they remember about their mother, Laura Moser, like the, the fingertips. Um... So I always wonder, like, if this is what, and, you know, we'll have a big discussion on how did Rudy do all of this? How did he know all this? Kind of like Marissa says, Um, you know, like, I guess I'm just reading from my notes here. The way the conversation about repressed memories and the way Rudy wants to initiate it and start it up, I just wonder if these fingernails, the different colors is what started it. Um, Dexter sets up Paul with drugs and... I'm not sure if I mentioned on the podcast, but this really sets up a lot of season two. And it's funny how it's a a throwaway idea of sorts. Like, oh, yeah, of course, Dexter got drugs from evidence locker room and that's it. And that's how Paul goes away. And, you know, that kind of really kicks up a, a fun theory to play around that Dexter's in addiction um, in season two. Last thing I want to bring up, 
if you guys listen to this episode and you're still listening to my spoilers here, if you all caught the way I said Brian, and I know, I'm pretty sure the actor's real name is Christian Camargo. I'm going to look that up as I talk here, but I totally accidentally said Brian, and I just said it was the actor's real name, and she didn't catch it. It will be really funny on on you know the finale episode when we find out it's Brian and I say oh and she's like oh yeah that's right um, yes and his real name is Christian Camar- Camargo. That being said, that's spoilers for this week. I'm really excited to do the next two episodes. Have you guys listen? That being said, we will talk to you next week. <laughs>